let me talk to you a little bit about The Chosen. Are you watching The Chosen? Have you seen it yet? If you haven't, it is one of the best shows on television, uh, and it is about uh, the life of Christ. And in theaters, November 18th, season three begins. The theme of season three is, come to me, all you who are weary and heavy burdened, and I will give you rest. Ah, uh, boy, I think that's a, that's a pretty strong <laughs> message for today isn't it season three of the chosen make sure you grab uh your tickets now thechosentickets.com i will be there we should do a some sort of a watch party um thechosentickets.com thechosen-tickets.com do it now Welcome. It's Friday. We begin the program in 60 seconds. Grace wrote in about her experience with Relief Factor. She said, for decades, I had pain in my lower back and legs. I'd come home at the work after work at the end of the day, and it was all I could do just to make it through the evening. I tried a lot of remedies, but I could never get to the root of the pain. Nothing worked. Then I heard you talk about Relief Factor, Glenn, and I tried it. Ever since, I, I feel fine. My pain is finally gone. Please try the three-week quick start. If you're in pain, please just try this. It's natural, so it's not going to space you out. Developed by doctors, and 1995 will get you the trial pack. Try it for three weeks. 70% of the people who try it for three weeks find their relief and go on to order more month after month. That means 30%, maybe not. But those are pretty good odds if you're really in pain and you want to get your life back. It's worked for me. ReliefFactor.com or... 800 the number four relief 800 the number four relief relieffactor.com feel the difference i want to talk to you a little bit about uh what is what what uh, period of time we're now entering we are entering and we are still at this point in what i believe is the last phase of the Amer- of america as we know it what comes next is an entirely new system or a restoration of the original system. And it is still not decided. And it is going to be a fight to the, uh, to the wire, fight to the finish. It's going to be a photo finish. Let me give you this piece of information to begin with. An endorsement, according to polls, an endorsement from President Biden made an individual less likely to support a candidate. If a candidate was endorsed by President Joe Biden, would it make you more or less likely to vote for that candidate? 
46% said a Biden endorsement would make it less likely to support a candidate, while 28% said it would be more likely to support a candidate. Have you seen polls like this on Donald Trump when it comes to uh, Republican candidates? Republican candidates that he endorsed did well. Some of them. Some of them did not. Right now, we are blessed by having Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis both on our side. They are both fighters. They both have different styles, but both of them get things done. Yesterday, and I'm not going to get into it, yesterday Donald Trump attacked Ron DeSantis in Truth Social, and uh, people started arguing immediately online. I am not going to engage in this, and I, I urge you not to engage in this. We have an opportunity right now to have both of these guys on our side. I want both of them in the fight. This is not a fight that is going to happen uh, because of one man. This is going to happen uh, because you are involved and all of us are pulling in the same direction. And whether Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis know it, they're pulling in exactly the same direction. DeSantis should come out and say, look, right now, you know, Trump is responding to a lot of people that are trying to pit us against each other. He should say nothing bad about Donald Trump. He should admit that Trump is right. He helped him win the governor's office. But he should also say that he considers Donald Trump a friend. And Donald Trump has been there his entire life. And if Trump isn't talking about you, you're doing something wrong. But he has nothing bad to say about Donald Trump. Now, I've said this to people and they've said, wasn't that the Ted Cruz? And I said, well, yes and no. Ted Cruz had words to go on. Ron DeSantis can just be quiet and just keep doing his job. I am also not somebody who uh, who is... I learned my lesson in 2016. I learned my lesson. My way is not usually uh, the right way. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it's not. But I am tired of trying to overthink elections. Let the American people, and more importantly, God sort it out. If we remain loyal to what we believe, we're going to be fine. I thought Donald Trump was going to be the worst president ever. He turned out to be one of the best presidents of my life, policy-wise. So, am I upset that maybe Donald Trump will have another turn? Nope. Nope. Am I upset that Donald Trump may have another turn, and he spends four years, and Ron DeSantis finishes up in Florida, and then he does an eight-year term? Nope. Not at all. I think that's fantastic. Would I would I mind if Donald Trump uh, decided to bow out 
I think it would be a loss if we lost him as a vocal supporter. If he just kind of disappeared, I think it would be a bad thing. If he decided, I'm not going to second guess Donald Trump. I did that once. It was foolish to do. Here's what I would suggest. Let's count our blessings of having two great fighters. Can you name one on the Democratic side? Did you hear that? In fact, I want to play this for you. This is crazy. Uh, play cut four. This is MSNBC. Listen to this. What about if we had we pair up Liz Cheney and Stacey Abrams and actually start talking about universal voting and election reform? I could see them doing kind of a czar thing with the administration that's completely bipartisan. That would be exciting. I mean, stuff I think, does turn stop, over. Yeah. And- stop. That would be exciting. Good. That's who they're thinking. That's what they got going for them. Uh, here's Biden. Play cut three. Another of the the uh, the brain trust. And. You helped me keep my commitment that I would appoint the first black woman to the Supreme Court, Justice Jackson. And guess what? She's probably the smartest person on the Supreme Court. She's probably the smartest. She couldn't identify what a woman was. She's probably the smartest person on the Supreme Court. Wow, that's an incredible thing to say. This is their brain trust. Let's celebrate that we have two of them. And let the system work it out. We cannot separate ourselves from one another. If Donald Trump wins the nomination, I am all in. If, if Ron DeSantis wins the nomination, I am all in. It is really important that we don't divide ourselves. That's what the Democrats do. That's what they need. You know, if you look at, um, I read a great op-ed. Let's see if I can find it. I read a great op-ed today um, from, uh, gosh, I think she's an intern at The Federalist. Um, and uh, she was writing about New York. And she said, uh, you know, New York is not necessarily a loss. Let's, let's look at this in perspective. We have heard people say, that, uh, yeah, well, uh, there's no way they can win because all of the people that, you know, agreed with the conservatives have moved. Well, that's not entirely true. Look how close he got. If all of those people that believed uh, in, you know, constitutional rule left, well, there's still a lot of people there that are convinced of it. And as things get worse and worse, there's only two ways that that can go. Either more people wake up or more people are duped. I don't know which way it's going, but if they got rid of all of the people uh, that could have swayed this, uh, it was still pretty damn close. More and more people are waking up. I just want you to know. Uh It's never my way or the highway here. I'm going to have opinions on things, both for and against DeSantis, for and against Trump. That's what you pay me for with your time.
We may disagree. I celebrate that. I think we should have disagreements. Lockstep is not the American way. We need to have those disagreements, but we need to be able to walk away and respect one another. So I'm going to do my utmost to earn your respect on how I handle myself on this. But I want you to know up front, I am a big supporter of Donald Trump and I am a big supporter of Ron DeSantis. Donald Trump has proven himself under the the microscope that is every intelligence agency on the planet and every media source on the planet. He has he has not broken a sweat under that light. That's hard to do. And he has proven himself to be true to some of the things that he promised us. In fact, I think most of the things that he promised us, he did. He actually completed. Ron DeSantis is doing the same thing, except at a state. And we need them at state and federal. And I will happily be for either one of those. Let's stay focused. Okay, one more thing on this. Ron DeSantis is now um, uh, seeing what it's like to be Donald Trump. If you take uh, cut one here, this is for an episode of The Good Fight. Do you know anything about that? I don't know. Um, this is an episode of The Good Fight. And I just want you to listen to what Hollywood is doing. Misinformation? Smear? Disinformation? Malinformation? Listen to this. This is my vetting. Yes. I have 267 days sodomy free. Can we get to the assault? Yes. I offered my political services to Governor DeSantis. He saw me in my bicycle shorts, worn purely for medical reasons. And he invited me onto his staff. Little did I know what he meant by staff. And I took the job. And this is where it gets more, shall we say, ribald. <laughs> Ron invited me to CPAC so I could work on his speech. And then, and there, he drugged me and forced me into oral sex. Do you have any witnesses? No, I have better. And he puts a t-shirt down with a stain on it. I have a stain. This is just a way to take out Ron DeSantis because he's testing the highest against Biden. It's the only reason why we would ever listen to a, a, a termite like Felix Staples. Felix Staples is a Republican. What if he's telling the truth? What about Tucker Carlson? Oh my God, Diane, has Staples ever told the truth? No, I agree with Julius. We should be cutting him loose. Absolutely, isn't it? Why so quick to prejudge Felix Staples when we have evidence? That, that could be anything. That could be ice cream. Jay? Uh, the only way to be certain is to get some of DeSantis' DNA. Oh, DNA. Yes, that's perfect. Let's follow DeSantis around on the campaign trail to get his DNA. I'll bring the condoms. Oh, Anyone else? Oh, condoms? Anything, condoms? Anything, Anything else, Jay? Felix did intern with Governor DeSantis' speechwriting and political team, and he was fired last week. Why? His team wouldn't say. Hmm. So, in the end, it shows that this guy was lying. But what won't they do? 
to discredit anyone who can make a difference. We've already seen they've gone after Donald Trump's family and will not go after real, true evidence of Biden's family. The media, the people in social media, the people who are stirring the pot should not garner any of your attention. Stay focused. Know who your friends are. And both Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis are friends. Back in a minute. A man's best friend comes along with his own set of health needs. If you're a dog owner, you need to know what I'm talking about. It isn't enough just to throw some dry kibble food in a bowl. Your dog needs the nutrients, the kind of stuff that gets cooked out of kibble food. I started giving Rough Greens a couple of years ago to uh, Uno, and it has fundamentally changed him and I think his quality of life. He is healthier, happier, and I love to see him. You know, I come in and he takes the ball and then he comes right up to me and looks at me like, you're going you're gonna to take that from me? You think you can? It is great. He never used to do that. This is uh, developed by naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black, and you sprinkle it on the food, and it has vitamins, minerals, probiotics, antioxidants, you name it. The dogs love it. Now, they want to make sure that you don't lose any money if your dog won't eat it, so your first bag of, uh, of Rough Greens is coming free. You just pay for shipping. It's a trial bag. You just try it for a couple of days. Make sure your dog will eat it. Uh, and if your dog likes it as much as Uno does, then get the full bag of Rough Greens and watch the difference in your dog. 833-G-L-E-N-N-33. 833-GLEN-33. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. 10 seconds. Station ID. <laughs> By the way, Glenn, I had to re- report to you. Yes. That we have missed the entire Good Fight era. The that good, was Good Fight era? The Good Fight, the show we just Oh, that's the show we just yeah. played. Yeah. Okay. We missed the entire era of the oh. show. It's, that was the finale, apparently. Oh. It's all over. Six seasons huh. that thing was on. Really? Six seasons. Wasn't Breaking Bad five seasons? We missed all <laughs> of, missed the good all fight. of the Good Fight. When was the Good Fight even on? Or where was it on? Or... That's a great What part. was it about? Uh, the, uh, let's see. You can stream episodes on Paramount Plus, apparently. Mm, okay. And one of their most recent, their, they were tweeting about the finale. And I noticed that one of their most recent tweets is just a picture of Donald Trump on a television sp- screen. And then the television explodes. They, they just tweeted that. <laughs> as if the, he's doing his little dance. And then they just make the, like someone shot a gun or a, mm. you know, a, almost mm-hmm. a cannonball through the, the, the TV screen. So I mean, fair and balanced. Yeah, that's as good. You might imagine. That's good. Uh, I will tell you also that uh, uh, the big news is that Yellowstone returns Sunday. Mm. And I cannot wait. Yellowstone, if you haven't watched Yellowstone, you are missing out. It is it is so great. And Kevin Costner, I I honestly, I I was going to dress up as an FBI agent and infiltrate uh, his relationship and just start smearing his wife and, you know, and setting her up to, you know, she my gosh, look at her. She is all for Joe Biden and she's going violent. I'll do whatever the FBI does. Just make stuff up about her mm-hmm. just to get her away from Kevin Costner because there was a ch- uh, there was a chance she came out and said uh, that we didn't think this would be a real big hit 
And now he's spending too much time away from home. Shut up, woman. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> you're that dedicated I'm to the that show. I'm that dedicated to the be... show. And I think we as a people need to take action. We need to take action. We need to tell Kevin, you are our slave now. Even if we have to chain you to a basement floor in between seasons, you're going to do this until we're sick of this show. And it doesn't seem like it's going to happen. This might be the last the uh, last season. Oh, really? Yeah. And it's really good. It's really good. Uh, all right. Uh, Stu came in today and he said, I'm I'm a little nervous about the about the Congress and us taking control. Mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't think I want to hear this, but I have to hear this. So go ahead. Well, the Senate still up uh Still possible for Republicans. They need to win two of three seats that remain. Nevada, Uh Arizona, Georgia. We know Georgia goes to the runoff. So really you need to pick off either Arizona or Nevada. The votes that came out yesterday were a little less positive than... uh, Terry Lake told us. I mean, than she was hoping for, I guess. Now, she she specifically said that they were going to slow roll these results. And and that would... What what happened yesterday would be consistent with that. It's just uh, we don't know where that one's going to turn out. Uh, same thing with Blake Masters uh, and uh, over in Nevada as well with Adam Laxalt. So that one's still possible, but the 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 road is narrow and difficult to the Senate, being completely honest with you. It's going to be very, very difficult to pull this off. It's possible, but the Republicans are uh, the underdog in all three of these races at this point, I would say. At this point. Mm-hmm. But if it turns out the way it usually turns out in Arizona... Carrie Lake would be correct that it's going to go maybe two to one uh, in the remaining votes. But we don't know. We don't know. And the House, while everyone's pretty sure that it's going to go to the Republicans, it'd still much rather be the Republicans than the Democrats in this situation. I'm <laughs> I'm more nervous, at least, about it. It could just be complete pessimism. But when I look at these races, yeah, you could get there. You can get to Republican control. It's probably the more likely outcome, but it is not a sure thing. And the more I look at it, you're depending on a lot of races in California. My kids didn't the- do their homework last night. I need you to pile this on my shoulders, too. <laughs> the Glenn Beck Program. In almost all cases, the secret to success in buying or selling a home is having the right real estate agent. It's not as simple as having someone who knows how to find a good home for you that's in your budget or, you know, get your home out there at the best possible price. Those things are important, but there is so much more to it. At least there is when you go with a group like real estate agents like Trust. The agents we work with take their jobs seriously and they know all of the best practices to elevate your real estate experience to the next level when you go with real estate agents i trust you're going to work with some of the best people in the business people who sometimes literally work around the clock to get you into the home to get your home sold or both don't take my word for it. I want you to contact realestateagentsitrust.com. Just tell them where you're going to be selling or buying, and we'll get you the name of an agent that we really feel is the best in your area. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. It's a free service to you. Get your home sold fast and for the highest amount. Get into the right home at the right amount with realestateagentsitrust.com. Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. If you use the promo code STANDUP, it's 30 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV.
I'm going to say this before he uh, he comes on. Uh, Chip Roy is a congressman from Texas. I hope that someday he decides to either run for the governor of Texas or uh, better yet for John Cornyn uh, and uh, his seat in the Senate. Chip Roy, welcome to the program, sir. How are you? Good morning, Glenn. I'm I'm doing great. Uh, unfortunately, I'm in D.C. and not Texas, but yeah. uh, that's the job I signed up for. So uh-huh. here I am. So I saw a tweet from you. I will not support anyone for GOP leadership position that does not, one, stop the mandates, ensure that we don't draft our daughters, uh, stop abortion travel funds, and who will not use the power in the, of the purse on these continuing resolutions or omnibus bills. Um do you think that if we gain control of Congress, that there, uh, the leadership is there in Kevin McCarthy? Or so, look, Glenn. Here's here's the deal. Here's what the score is right now. Um, Kevin McCarthy does not have 218 votes here uh, to gain the speakership. So the question is going to become: Is are we going to rally around someone else, or is Kevin going to demonstrate? that he's got a vision and a plan to carry this country forward. Now, I would argue um, that should have happened six months ago, a year ago, two years ago. Uh, But here we sit. And, you know, there's a lot of wailing and gnashing of teeth about the fact that we're sitting at, I don't know what, we're going to have gained maybe eight or nine or ten seats. We don't know yet, somewhere around 220, 222. And we thought we would gain another 15 seats over that. And that's bad, but that's not really the problem. The problem is watching somebody like Ron DeSantis lead against this woke indoctrination, this woke garbage by a radical stand up against COVID tyranny, lead his state forward, and then absolutely clean up in Florida. While we're all looking for table scraps in Washington because we put out a commitment to America that said nothing, that didn't, mm-hmm. you know, pr- pr- create any environment to have the American people rally around us. Mm-hmm. So the question before the Republican conference right now is, what are we going to do? It is time for leadership. It's time for us to stand up and offer an agenda that will inspire the American people. And if we're given the gavels, we have to use them. So um, what, is, what are the conversations like in Washington? Um, are, they, are they actually buying into this, uh, this lie that, uh, you know, you, you can't go the way of Trump or DeSantis. You've, you've, you've got to just toe the line and be more reasonable. Right now, there's some people who are saying that, as you would expect, right? Because it's always the case. You've got the Mitt Romney's writing op-eds in the Wall Street Journal with a bunch of tired old rhetoric, right? He wants to go back to 20 years ago and talk about comprehensive immigration reform and how we need to talk about, you know, uh, a new strategy on energy and talks about carbon capture and all these kind of crazy like, Instead of just stand up. Stand up and fight for the America that the American people want us to fight for. Right. And Ron DeSantis did that. Uh, Donald Trump did that in 2016. I don't particularly enjoy the fact that he's taking shots at DeSantis. I think that's stupid. Uh, But at the end of the day, what the American people want is leadership. And Ron DeSantis demonstrated that. And I will tell you that the movement of the Republican Party towards securing the border and standing up uh, against cartels and to stand up against the flow of fentanyl into our state and country is why we actually did pretty well with Hispanics nationwide. And yes, I wish we would have won three seats in South Texas, but we won one. We won a state board of education seat. We won a Texas state rep seat. Uh, Cassie and Myra both got over 40 percentage points. Better O'Rourke dropped in his performance between 2018 and 2022 in South Texas by a lot. Uh, Abbott uh, moved the needle. We've got more work to do, though. 
And you, you, you do that by standing up and actually securing the border and demonstrating that, that we're going to lead and take out the cartels. And here's the key in Washington. You have to use the power of the purse to do it. Yes. And I have not heard Kevin McCarthy or any other of our so-called leaders in this town say, yes, we will use the power of the purse to force Joe Biden to the table to do his constitutional duty to secure the border. I've not heard him say we'll use it or the NDAA to force them to the table to say we will end vaccine mandates. I haven't heard him say that we'll use the power of the purse to force him to the table to make sure that American energy is opened up instead of being attacked so that we don't end up burning furniture in the fireplace like the people of Germany are going to do this winter. That's the kind of leadership the American people expect. Well, I, I will tell you, the this omnibus thing, if, if, if Congress passes the rest of the uh, the omnibus for the entire year they're out of their mind they're out of their mind pass it for a couple of months or three months and then go to work on a real budget and start uh, the appropriations committees again and use the power of the purse because it is that is the one tool the constitution was written so you guys are thrown out every two years you have to run every two years that way, if you're not doing your job, we can throw you out. Well, the reason why we can throw you out and know if you're doing your job or not is because you guys were the ones that had the control of all of the spending. Well, you're not doing that now, and you have to do it. Otherwise, we have 87,000 new IRS agents. Otherwise, we have you know vaccine mandates. You guys can stop all of this stuff dead in its tracks constitutionally. If you will take control of the purse. This is exactly right. Federalist 58, James Madison. What did he say? He said that the power of the purse was the most effective tool you could give to the people's house to constrain an executive branch that is engaging in tyranny over the people. Now, that's my paraphrase. It's not exact wording, but that's roughly what he said. And that's the truth. And we have to use it. Instead, Republicans go cower in the corner and go, oh, my God, they're going to claim shutdown. No, make Democrats be the ones who own and suggest a shutdown. Our job is to put forward any kind of spending mechanism that does the work the American people want us to and then go message the hell out of it unapologetically and unafraid. That's what leadership does. You, you go into the room, you sit down with the conference, and you say, the American people want us to secure the border. What are we going to do? We can't just pass a bill. Kevin says, oh, let's have H.R. 1 be a border security bill. So what? That'll die in the Senate and Joe Biden won't sign it. So what are you going to do? You should use the power of the purse. What about vaccine mandates? I had a hearing yesterday. We held a hearing while all this crap's going on in Washington about, oh, who's going to be in what? These homecoming court, you know, elections. We held a hearing with Dr. Scott Atlas, Dr. Jay Bhattacharya, Dr. Martin Koldorf about the truth about COVID. We need to know the truth about the tyranny over the people. And we talked about vaccine mandates. We ask every one of them, is there any reason to have a vaccine mandate on our men and women in the military or nurses or young kids? They all said no, with no caveats. Yet we're firing people right now. A Republican party with leadership would fight that. And they would fight it and not give a damn about what that means electorally. And you know what that would mean electorally? Good things. It would. That's what we need in leaders. It would. Chip, thank you so much. Let us know, um, you know, who the fighters are that uh, are kind of gathering around so we can show them our support. And uh, as a people, not as a show, but as a people and uh, and let us know uh, how we can help the, the American well, people. Uh, it, it, Republicans are 
finished, finished. If in the next two years they don't start doing something, well, we'll we'll be we'll be glad to do it. Happy to come back on. Happy to tell you and communicate. The bottom line is Kevin McCarthy does not have two hundred and eighteen, and we are working right now to either put someone else up or demand that we get the kind of changes that are necessary in order for someone to have two hundred and eighteen. And the bottom line is you got a lot of good warriors in this town, Freedom Caucus centric, uh, guys like Bob Good, guys like Matt Gates, guys like uh, you know the, the the whole Freedom Caucus won't rattle them all off who are who are having good conversations about what we need to do, and we'll keep you all posted. So, but, uh, uh, Chip, I'm I'm I understand that uh, if uh, the Senate is bombarded, if we would get the Senate uh, and say move away from uh, uh, Mitch McConnell, it will make a huge uh, difference. It would pressure anywhere. Who do we call? Do we call our local congressman? Do we call uh, Kevin McCarthy's office? What 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 has to happen? What would be the best use of people's time? Every member of the United States House of Representatives need the American people to uh, have uh, called their office and told them that they want to change, that they want leadership. They want a fresh vision for where Republicans are going to take this country to set the stage for 2024. Because it's now or never. Right now is the time. And Lord willing, we're going to have the gavels. We need that. We need that pressure. I would do it in the Senate. I would do that in the House. If you're listening across the entire country, call your congressman or congresswoman and tell them you want to see a change in Washington. And let that, you know, have the impact that I think it will. So so should they say we want a change in Washington, but we want a change of leadership? I would say that uh, that we need new leadership in Washington. New leadership. Okay. Thank you, Chip. I appreciate it. Thanks, Glenn. You bet. Congressman Chip Roy uh, from the great state of Texas. You know, I always forget this. How many senators do we have in Texas? Two. We have two. And then one yeah. of them, well, I know one of them is Ted Cruz. Yeah. Um, who's it? The other one, it's, it's hard. He's only been in there since I was like a kid, I think. Yeah. Uh, John, and, uh, John, John, John hmm. Corman, Corman, something. He's, yeah. he's so dynamic. So dynamic and so always, notable and part yeah. of leadership. Yeah. Um, you yeah. know, I, I, I just, I, if we can't remember his name, perhaps I, I can always remember <laughs> Chip Roy's name. Yes, That's a name I always remember. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I'm just, yeah. it'd be interesting to see, you know, maybe someday we could have Two senators that represented Texas. It would be nice. I know we're supposed to have two. I know we have one. Yeah. Yeah. Do we have a second? I'm one? not sure. Doesn't I'm not seem sure. like it most of yeah, the time. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't see him doing anything. Well, anything that is of great note for the Constitution mm. or the Republic. So works very closely uh, with Mitch McConnell. Here's the thing. That's important. I, I'm telling you, I I have not said this to you uh, over the last probably five or six years. Call your congressman because honestly, I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. But if we concentrate right now in the next couple of weeks and you call and call and call, if they feel the Republicans all across the country calling and saying, we want a change in leadership of the GOP and we want to see action, if we hold their feet to the fire, I have talked to enough congressmen like Chip just said enough congressmen and enough senators to know that will make a difference. They're going to hate you, but you call, 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 tweet, do everything you can to get this out. Put as much pressure right now 
Because if we don't have leadership, if we keep with the same leadership that, you know, Donald Trump had, remember, these both of these guys are the ones that were in office with Donald Trump. They were the problem. How come Kevin McCarthy never gets labeled like that? How come he never gets labeled like that? He's the guy. Call and demand a leadership change. Tunnel to Towers Foundation is delivering on its promise to do good and never forget the sacrifices America's greatest heroes have made for us. I want to talk to you a little bit about Mario Nelson. Mario, after 9-11, was involved with the recovery efforts at Ground Zero. That's what um, motivated him to enlist in the U.S. Army, and he was sent to Iraq, where he was killed in action. He was 26 years old, and back home, he had a wife and a young daughter. Imagine, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation saw to it that they received a mortgage-free home, and quickly, because of your kindness, your generation, they, they, this family had the financial stability they needed when they needed it most. Whether they're ensuring that families can stay in the home where they made the memories with their fallen loved one or helping families make new memories that will be cherished forever, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation is doing so much good and they need your help. Would you consider making a regular charitable donation? $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2T.org. Glenn Beck. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK. Make sure to subscribe to blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is standup. That'll give you 30 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. By the way, we've been doing a YouTube streaming as well for the first hour of this program, <laughs> if you wanted to watch. We are pretty sure we're going to get kicked off at any second. Yeah. That's why we were only allowed to really do one hour of the streaming. Uh, because well, we're allowed to do more. Well, but no one, no one believes you'd be able to keep it in line for more than an hour. You, you'd screw well, it up. Well, I think that's... Probably accurate. Mm -hmm. Okay. You so, didn't even fight it. You didn't even <laughs> no, fight it. I didn't because we started. I said, just put it on on YouTube. And they're like, Glenn, you will be kicked off by the end of the week. And then nothing. Just don't. You just can't say any of the things you want to say. As long as you can get through the three hours without actually speaking, you should be fine. Uh, just uh, kind of sit there and look. Maybe do some ASMR. Right. You know, you can get through with that. No by problem. the way, uh, join us uh, on the YouTube channel and uh, subscribe and and rate we're only using youtube as a way to get to the uh to get to everybody you know we don't want to just keep going into our echo chamber we want to make sure our voice is heard everywhere that it possibly can be so make sure that you subscribe we're very close to our million subscribers yeah we have ne we never concentrated on it never really tried to grow the youtube channel which is an interesting strategy for a media company yeah well we were building years. the blaze yeah, and so that's true. i don't know last year or the year before we started uh, uh on youtube and so we're approaching our millionth subscriber and who knows it could be you and i'm uh studios america's got a youtube channel as well a little little south of that million subscribers right now but we're growing quickly and we appreciate you subscribing to that here's well. the thing if you know we get to i want to make you a promise everybody who's been in the you know because you know we'll track and whoever was in this uh, first group of a million when we i will buy a car for everybody in that first million when we hit 350 million subscribers and i mean it I, I, I mean it no you don't we should be legally clear here he does not mean that 550 
thousand million subscribers. Do you remember the story when Pepsi was giving away points on their bottles? A billion? No, I don't. You don't know this? So they were giving away, you know, they used to do this contest all the time. You buy a Pepsi, you save the cap or whatever, you get points, and then you could buy prizes. And so they did this big commercial, like, you can buy, you can win a PlayStation, you can win. Oh, yeah. Okay. And then the last one, as a hilarious joke, they said, and, you know, 10 million points will get you a Harrier jet. And somebody got 10 and million points. And someone point? got 10 million points and then sued them. Uh, for the Harrier for jet. For the Harrier jet. Okay. <laughs> so, so here's the thing. We get up to three, what did I say? 350 million? That's what you initially said. I'm going to buy myself a new car. Okay. Wow. And That's, I promise wow. I will do that. That's no, no, no. Great. It's, no, ser- sincerely. Can I have one? I mean, we can't all have, you know, like a Bugatti. Just to let you know, you're, you're out of about a million subscribers now almost. To get to 350 million, it's going to take some time. Just out of personal experience, order the car now. <laughs> it's going to take a very long time for it to arrive. <laughs> The Glenn Beck Program. So if working out isn't your favorite thing in the world, it's not even close to mine, I feel your pain. Now, maybe it's time to change how you do it. Uh, How about something that brings the gym home to you and pairs you with world-class instructors like Nicole Griffin or Michael Brown? Plus, you can be part of a much larger workout community of hundreds of thousands of people at at a time, all without ever having to leave the uh, comfort of your own home. This is what you get with Echelon Fitness. What you don't get is a gigantic price. Echelon Fitness app provides you with thousands of live on-demand classes with great music from your favorite artists. Echelon Fitness, you can work out at any time, day or night, and crush your fitness goals. And it is affordable workout equipment. Right now, for a limited time, you can get almost a thousand bucks off MSRP. You have a $840 discount now. This is an exclusive discount. You have to text Beck to 81818. That's Beck at 81818. Get $840 off MSRP. Just text Beck, 81818. slash SMS. election week a lot is different at the end of the week than we thought it would be at the beginning of the week we still don't know if congress is going to be controlled by the republicans we think so but it may not be we don't know who controls the senate either we think the democrats have control but that may not be and why is it taking so long to count the ballots in the same county that had the problem last time Bill O'Reilly gives us perspective on the week in 60 seconds. You and I have a lot of work 
to do in this country. It seems like the battle is always uphill, especially when it comes to fighting against the uh, constant efforts of those who want to destroy America from within. But hope persists. And we, you know, we didn't even lose this battle, but we feel like we lost this battle. This is not the war. This is the battle. So buck up, boys and girls. Here's one thing that you can do. We need to support all of the people that are on our side and fighting in the same direction. There are no enemies. If To me, if you believe in the Bill of Rights and you're willing to stand for it, I'm on your side. I'm on your side. If you're really willing to go all in, man, I want to help you all I can. Patriot Mobile is one of those companies. Patriot Mobile is in the fight up to their neck and they provide great mobile service. They will save you money. You'll have the same service because you have the same cell towers all across America with Patriot Mobile. Switch. Stand with people who are standing with you and in the fight. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or call 972-PATRIOT. Mr. Bill O'Reilly, welcome to the program, sir. Your thoughts on the week? Well, it's not good. Um, not good for America. And uh, as you pointed out, uh, the Arizona thing is this should um, now go to the federal level and Maricopa County should have federal monitors there mm-hmm. for the next election in two years, mm-hmm. uh, overseers. So they obviously can't do it. I mean, it's just like, you know, hitting a baseball. Some people can't hit a baseball. No matter what you do, they're not going to be able to hit it. Right. And, you know, the problem is, is it, I disagree with you. It should not go to the federal level just because the feds are out of control and we won't, don't want to do anything nah. that federalizes an election. Yeah, the, the state's got to get its crap together. Florida did it. Certainly Arizona can do it. Okay. Well, we have a gentleman's disagreement. Yeah. You've got to have accountability there, and there is no accountability, and that's why this is happening. You put a federal monitor in there from the Federal Election Commission, the FEC, okay, to oversee what they're doing, and you provide another level of protection for all Americans. If you just let them do it, they can't do it, Beck. Can't. Well, the good news is— apostrophe T and no, they, they can't do they, it in Nevada word of the day. I don't I don't I don't uh, I don't accept the word can't there is do or do not and they choose to not do it no they can it, do it. I don't believe they're corrupt in that way I just believe they're incompetent incredibly incompetent and well look we're not going to resolve that. I mean, you have your opinion, I have mine, but it is horrible for the United States to have these two states, Nevada and Arizona, tiny states, not being able to count their votes. Yeah, there was a huge election in Brazil that was pretty uh, close, and uh, gee, they counted the whole country in three hours. Yeah, and that includes the Amazon jungle. Right. Exactly okay? right. Exactly right. right. All what right. else, Beck? What uh, else you well, want to know? Well, I want to know. I, I want to know, are, do you think we're going to control the Senate, the House? What, we're? What? Who's we? Is there a mouse in your pocket? Yes, there is a mouse in my pocket. I happen okay. to be on the side of who's freedom. Okay. I happen to be on the side of freedom. Are. If If there's one word that comes to mind beside scraggly beard, uh, when I say Glenn Beck, it's freedom. <laughs> All right. Okay? All okay. right. So my count is 220 Republican and they get the House by a meager two votes at this point. Could be wrong, but I think that's the way it's going to play out. 220 seats go to the Republicans, 
Um, and I, I don't know what the corresponding number is for Democrats, but I do believe the GOP will control uh, the House. The Senate, um, you know, I don't know where Walker gets 40,000 votes. I don't know where he gets it. That, that's what I'm looking at here. So, you, OK, you're going to run off. And, and some people that voted the first time around won't show up. OK, I know that. Um, but it's probably going to break both uh, Warnick, um, Walker along those lines. So where, where does Herschel get? And remember, uh, we had a, you know, I almost admitted you were right. I barely, I was very close to doing that because you said Walker would win. And I always had a suspect there. But I want Walker to win. I want him to win because it's so important to um, neuter the Biden administration. Did you see him? With the body language and, hey, here I am. I'm President Biden. And oh, you yeah. didn't get me. Oh. You didn't get me. Oh, it drove me nuts. It's not what he said. It was his demeanor. Like, I won. I know. Which, in I a know. way, he did, um, but not really. No, okay, I, think not the, really. I think Democrats won in spite of him. Um, it was the independent vote now that we know broke um, by four points for the Democrats. That's what did it. The overall vote in the House is 5% plus GOP, which, you know, when you compare to the last NBC News poll, which was totally bogus, um, shows you that most Americans wanted Republicans to control the House. The problem was the individual districts. Um, so more Americans, by a fairly significant number, voted for House Republicans. But there's Biden up there who is absolutely destroying the fabric of the American economy. Um, and what shocked me, and, and shocked is not um, a hyperbole. word you usually use. It would shock me mm-hmm. is that so many millions of Americans voted against their own self-interest. I mean, I, I'm sitting there going, do you not see your wallet? Can you not count the money in your wallet? It is far less than it was two years ago. So that that is something that causes a lot of people uh, uh, concern and, and yes. questions. So explain that. OK, I will. Thank you for asking. And this is my <laughs> column on Sunday at noon on BillOReilly.com where everybody should check in with us, please. It's all about January 6th. And I never thought it would be. I thought that was in the past, in history, but it isn't. So many independent voters are still furious about what happened on January 6th. And as you know, in every single House race, Senate race, deniers, deniers, deniers. That's what they were campaigning on. Not the economy, not the border, not violent crime. It was all deniers, uh, January 6th, blank, and they bought it. These independent voters, which probably many of them lean left anyway, bought it. But that is an open wound in America. I thought it was stitched up, but it isn't. It isn't. The, the pictures and the remembrance of January 6th, not for the Republican side. They've kind of reconciled, okay, it happened, we don't like it, but now we're going to move ahead and try to improve the country. But for the independent voters exploited by the huge money behind the Democratic movement, 
That January 6th thing did it. It wasn't abortion. It was that. I live in New York and Zeldin lost, okay, to Hochul. Incomprehensible. Talking about people voting against their own self-interest. Nine out of ten African Americans in New York City voted for Hochul. And there are dead bodies in every black neighborhood stacking up because Hochul will enforce the law. They're voting against their own safety. But every blanking commercial that you saw on television was Zeldin's a denier, Zeldin's this, Zeldin's Trump, Zeldin's a Nazi. The whole thing. And I, it, I'm, I'm going, are you kidding? This isn't going to work. It worked. I, I find that incomprehensible. Um, but if that is true, Bill, there's then- no other rational explanation, Beck. People are getting hammered by the economy. They continue, will continue to get hammered by it. Okay. The violent crime where I live, you can see it. And the border, Arizona, how many more illegal migrants do you want, Arizona? How many more do you want? And you don't vote for the Republicans who would stop it? What's the matter with you? Okay. You know, I'm sitting there going, oh, my God. All right. So, Bill, yes. if that is true, yes. that January 6th was what people were actually voting. Independence. 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 You can't right. win without independence. Can't. Right. Absolutely. So what does that mean then for 2024? Because that well, wouldn't go well for Donald no, Trump. No, but it's two years hence. Word of the day, hence. Two years hence, and it won't be, I, I don't think. But it all depends on who the Republicans run. So if they run Trump, forget it. So it's wait, 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 wait. Forget what? Forget, it's going to be January 6th, election denier. Correct. Da, 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 boom, boom, boom. That's the whole campaign. Right. Okay? Nothing else. I mean, we could be in a depression. We could be in a Herbert Hoover territory. And it'll still be that. If it's DeSantis, the only other viable Republican at this point, DeSantis can counter as he did in Florida. So Florida, there was a red wave. And in your state, Texas, there was a kind of a mini red wave there. Mm -hmm. DeSantis can do that. Trump cannot do it. And that is something that all the MAGA people um, need to consider. I mean, yeah. you're saying this. You're a good friend of Donald Trump. I consider he, Donald Trump a friend. And he governed very well. He did. That's another thing that drives me absolutely up the wall, that if you compare his four years of governance to Biden's two years, yeah. it's just not even on the same planet. Not even close. Not even close. But he couldn't get away from the past, Trump. He can't leave it. And that will doom him. So what is your advice to, because my advice to both parties is, uh, to both Ron DeSantis and Donald Trump, I started the show with this, please don't eat each other. We, we need both of you. We need both yes, of you. Don't look, eat each other. That's insane. Um, I saw your interview with Trump, uh, it was, um, you know, that you did. Uh, During the ele- election night? Right. Okay. Um, and. I don't know if Donald Trump is capable of disciplining himself. And it's always been that way. Uh, Beck, you saw the show I did with him. 
almost yes. a year ago. Yes. You saw it with your own eyes. Mm-hmm. It was a totally different Donald Trump because we talked about his administration issues. I told him I'm not getting into the election. So, you know, because it's me, he didn't go there. And, and it w- if he had just could capture that, but I don't think he's capable of doing it. There's no gain for Donald Trump saying Ron de Sanctimonious. No gain. He gains not one vote. He gains no goodwill to do it. So why would you do it? And that is the mystery of the universe. So as a friend of his, what do you tell the supporters of both Ron and uh, Donald Trump who truly believe that they are fighting for the soul of America? How do we how do we how do we as people deal with this possible fight coming? Well, voters have to make up their own mind on who they want to uh, lead them. I mean, I never intrude on that. I'm not going to endorse DeSantis or Trump, one or the other. Right. I'm going to do what I always do. I'm going to say this is effective. This isn't effective. You know, I was wrong about the red wave, and that just pains me so much to say it because I based my analysis on facts. But emotion ruled. Again, it was just like the election of 2020. Emotion put Biden in the White House. And in 222, emotion stopped the red wave. So I'm saying to myself, okay, so now we're the United States of emotion. We're no longer rational voters who evaluate effective governance. It's all about emotion, propaganda, manipulation now, money. And that's very, very frightening, should be to everybody. All right. Back in just a second, um, because I, I think uh, it wasn't emotion. I, I think it's zombification a little bit. Everybody's in their camp and they won't move out of their camp, which is extraordinarily dangerous. William wrote in recently about his experience with Relief Factory. He says, after seven years of living in pain, I'm finally doing better things. I'm, I'm doing the things that I wanted to, thanks to Relief Factor. I used not to be able to even close my fist, but now I have no limitations at all. My inflammation came down to zero percent. I am so happy I found Relief Factor. William, I tell you, the, the hands were the biggest things for me, too. I, I could not make a fist. I could close my hand, but I couldn't make a fist. And it, it was it was horrible, horrible. I got my life back. I can not only make a fist, I could probably throw a punch. Uh, three-week quick start is available right now for you. It's $19.95. They want you just to try it for three weeks. I love this about Relief Factor, the honesty of, look, 70% of the people go on to order more. They're finding relief. 30% don't. So they've made a three-week quick start. If you take it as directed, you should know in three weeks, is this going to work or not? ReliefFactor.com. Call 800, the number four, relief. 800, the number four, relief. Relief Factor. Feel the difference. 10 seconds, station ID. Bill, I, I, uh, first of all, how's your book doing? Um, Killing the Legends is still on the New York Times bestseller list, and, I'm, and they're celebrating over there because they love me so much. Um, and now we're kicking into the Christmas buying season, and thank you for asking. Very generous of you. Uh, we've got a great deal on BillOReilly.com. You buy Killing the Mob, Killing the Killers, The Secret War Against Terrorists, 
and Killing the Legends, the Lethal Dangerous Celebrity, we give you $35 off the purchase on BillOReilly.com. That'll take care of some of your Christmas giving. Thank you for mentioning it. Sure. What, what does it cost to get you to sign one? Uh, we, I, I have not raised any prices on BillOReilly.com at all to uh, help people in the inflationary thing. So there's a price there for my signature on the book. It's $5,000, is you can make money if you put it on eBay right after you get it from me. You, you make some coin. All right, Bill. Thank you. Uh, thank you for that. Now let's let's uh, go back into uh, what all of this means. Uh, we may not have control of the House. We may not have control of the Senate. So, what is it? I said at the beginning of this uh, uh, this uh, episode with you that uh, this is this is a battle. It's not the war. Where do we fight the war? How do we fight the war from here? Okay, so it's not speculation about control of Congress doesn't do us any good right now. I'm going to hold the my, and I was wrong on the red wave, so I'll take it for its worth. Uh, Message of the day, BillOReilly.com, 220 Republicans control the House. So the next two years is going to be lightning. Um, Trump may announce next week that he's running. Um, Some people say he will. Some people say he won't. I mean, who knows? But he will run at this point. But he's severely weakened. There's no doubt he's lost a lot of mojo, um, to quote Austin Powers. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, DeSantis is on the rise. DeSantis is a more disciplined politician. I don't think you're going to see him attacking Trump. I hope not. And you're not going to hear from DeSantis about a run for about a year. You know, he'll line it up and he'll raise money. And both guys have a lot of money. Um, but I don't think DeSantis is going to get out there and start waving a presidential flag for a year because he owes it to the people of Florida not to do that. And, you know, a year out is more than enough time for DeSantis to get whatever he wants to get up and running to, uh, to be president. In that time, the polling will show, I think, that DeSantis will consolidate power, whereas Trump will lose power unless he does a course reversal, Donald Trump. And runs on his record. But even then, it's going to be hard to get that message out because the media is never going to report what he's doing, honestly. They're always going to demonize him. So that's where we are on the Republican side. The Democrats are in more disarray. Biden can't run again. I mean, you know, even though he's strutting around like a peacock, um, he's still a horrible president. Horrible. Terrible. Horrible. Awful. Yeah. Okay? And everybody knows it. So he's not running again. Kamala can't run. So now that throws it wide open to Amy Klobuchar and uh, the governor of California, Newsom, and all these other people, none of whom really have captured the American uh, imagination. And I think the woke stuff, you know, uh, DeSantis had the best line I've heard in years from a politician. Woke comes to Florida to die. Mm. What a tremendous, tremendous line. And the final thing is on the Glenn Beck program, the things are going to get worse. Yeah. In the next two years. Yeah, I, I have a story I, I wanted to get to you today, uh, but I'm going to have to save it for a few minutes later. Um, Bill, thank you so much. We um, okay, guys. Thank you very much. Um, we are now, according to the Fed, mortgage loans. You missed this because it came out during the election. Have crashed to depression levels. That's something we should pay attention to. Uh, We'll have more in uh, just a second. We're looking at Arizona and the count next.
the Glenn Beck Program. When you get to the end of a long day, there is nothing better than getting a chance to lie down uh, in your bed and uh, and just sleep. Recharge your batteries, you know? Our future, um, when it's controlled by the robot overlords, and I mean that literally for you and me, though, what I mean is you're going to get a great night's sleep because uh, you're going to probably be in a pod. But while we don't have robot overlords, uh, may I suggest you contact MyPillow.com. They have the Giza Dream Sheets. They're back at their lowest price ever. This makes a great holiday gift as well. $29.99 with the promo code BECK. If you need sheets, these are tremendous sheets. Like everything else MyPillow makes, these sheets come with a 60-day money-back guarantee. And if you're going to buy them as a gift, you should know the orders placed between now and Christmas will have their money-back guarantee extended until March 1st, 2023. Sleep on the best, especially when they're priced so low. MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener square and uh, check out the flash sale on this and other specials now for a limited time only at MyPillow.com. Promo code BECK or 800-966-3117. Head over to BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. The promo code is stand up for 30 bucks off. I want to uh, share something with you before we go into Arizona in all of the chaos. uh, We have missed the release of the Fed's latest senior loan officer survey. Now, this came out on Monday, uh, should have been in the papers and been talked about on Tuesday, but we were watching other things. Uh, The results are pretty uh, striking. Uh, You would expect that from an economy in a recession, but this is Worse than that, in nearly all categories, banks are reporting both tighter lending standards and sliding demand for new loans, and nowhere more so than in mortgages, both qualifying and otherwise, where demand has collapsed to depression levels as a result of the fastest ever surge in interest rates. So I want you to listen to this carefully. Uh, C&I loans, they're commercial and industrial loans. While they're still doing okay, and demand for credit card debt is at near record highs, to be expected at a time when revolving credit debt is soaring at the fastest pace in history, record, uh, you know, adjustable uh, mortgage rates be damned, Uh, It's only a matter of time before these two core credit categories follow the mortgage loan demand into purgatory, at which point the U.S. economy will be a complete disaster. You should not lose yourself in the fight for national politics. This is going to be a local issue with all of us, and we will survive if locally we are together And your state is together. It's going to come down to the states. All right. Um, I've been talking to Stu this morning about uh, the the count in Arizona and elsewhere. And uh, so we we brought um, uh, we brought uh, John Gabriel, who Stu is kind of leaning on a little bit uh, in Arizona to get the uh, the count uh, uh, down. Stu, I have to say before we go in. You were the most pessimistic of anybody. Uh, (laughs) What a surprise. I know. And uh, I mean, this is what I pay you to do. Uh, And you 
uh, are probably the closest out of anyone that was making any kind of prediction. But still, you look like you were even maybe too optimistic. Definitely was on Pennsylvania. I just yeah. thought human beings wouldn't really do this, would they? That was kind of my <laughs> yes, thought on did. Pennsylvania. And they did. I was yeah, wrong on that one for sure. Yeah. Uh, John, uh, welcome to the program. Oh, great to be on again. Yeah, J- John, you know, it's, it's interesting to watch the last 24 hours. We, we were... We were talking yesterday, we had some optimism over Kerry Lake, maybe even Blake Masters. The votes that came out yesterday, it seems to me that the impression of people is that these were not as good as expected in Arizona. Is is that your impression as well? Well, I thought they would be a little better, but I thought they would be including Election Day votes. And what they did is they're still um, counting these votes that came in prior to Election Day. I, apparently, they have other things on their schedule. And they're a little busy lately. And <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, you know, you got to take a nap, get some milk. Oh. <laughs> you know, maybe go for a latte. What the hell are they doing? <laughs> oh man, they need self care days. That, that's the thing. Uh, spend the time at the spa. But today, at least they say. But today, they're actually going to be coming out with the votes that were actually cast on election day. Um, it, it only happened Tuesday. It only takes them this long. It's just insane. Um, but uh, the people of Arizona are very upset at the county and the county officials and and the state uh, people counting all the votes here are very upset and demanding change, and you're seeing that now even from the left saying, but really, what's taking so long? I think Hobbs is um, going to lose her lead very quickly. I think it'll be by the end of the day today, definitely by Saturday it'll be gone, and I think Lake is cruising to victory. I still am not wow. giving up hope on Masters, but boy, it's on a knife's edge. That's for sure. Whoever wins, it'll be um, a game of inches, not uh, not yards. So you're still standing by what happened yesterday, uh, what we talked about yesterday. And Carrie Lake said she's convinced she's going to win because of the way they count the votes. That is historically accurate. But it didn't happen yesterday because she said, you watch tonight. It'll start changing. Well, we watched and it didn't change. Uh, And you're saying that's because they didn't count any of the votes she thought they were going to be releasing. Exactly. Yeah, Mm. she's exactly right on that. Both of us thought and really they what they usually do is they start reporting the election day votes. Instead, they're just like clearing out the backlogs of the old votes. and Those are always far more. Uh, pro-Democratic Party than uh, Election Day votes. And as far as Election Day votes go, we're talking 65% going to Carrie Lake, up to 75% going for her. So the second they actually count votes from Election Day, which you think they would have done on Election Day, um, then this is going to turn around. So I really do. um, She has every reason to be confident. I think she's got this. And uh, we just have to go through this agonizingly slow procedure that uh, the uh, our betters in government have created to uh, count the votes as slowly as possible. So has Katie Hobbs come out and said anything about the procedure? Because she is the chief election official. This is this is her gig. Yeah, you would think she would do an embarrassed um, the buck stops here tweet, but you would be wrong. That's not who Katie Hobbs is. Instead, she's complaining about Lake pushing conspiracy theories um, that the vote is taking a long time to count, which we can all see with our uh, with our eyes. Um, she's not taking any responsibility for this. And as Secretary of State, she's the one in charge. She's the one who approved the election machines that weren't operating correctly on Election Day. 
And uh, she is in charge of all these processes and procedures that have led us to this, once again, becoming a national punchline and not changing the system like Florida did after 2000, which, you know, they've already uh, blazed a path. All we need to do is mimic what they did, and this would be fixed tomorrow. Hmm. John, the two excuses I've heard from uh, from Arizona, Maricopa County, is one the ballot was really long this time. Like, I guess it was like a CVS receipt. I don't know. It's just a very, very long ballot, and that just takes forever. And then we also heard that a lot of voters, uh, probably skeptical of mail-in voting, probably Republicans, came to the ballots with their mail-in ballot, like came to the actual polling places and turned it in on the day of the election. Instead of mailing it in advance or voting in the voting booth, they decided to vote early, but then show up on that day. Is there real evidence that this was a problem? Um, I I don't see how this could be a problem. Yes, that is their excuse. But I think these uh, vote counting officials and elections uh, management people should stop uh, complaining about the unruly peasants wanting them to do their job faster and fix the problem. Mm -hmm. That's been the problem the past two years is they will just make cracks and make jokes about, oh, you crazy tinfoil hat wearing conspiracy theorists. Um, Yeah, if you want to reassure people in a very low trust environment, which our politics is today, do your job correctly. And they have refused to and they deserve all the uh, feedback and uh, blowback that they've been getting on this. They blew it once again. I think this is an important point to make at this point, that there is no... um, there, there are no charges, credible charges at least, that show that new ballots are being added or anything else. It's just the slow counting, correct? Exactly, yeah. That's uh, important. We all know how incompetent bureauc- bureaucrats can be, especially when they're just uh, in their privileged positions. They think they deserve it. Um, this is incompetence from everything I can see now. If it turned out to be something worse, I would be the first to holler about it. Now it's looking like incompetence, and uh, that will be borne out as uh, Carrie Lake catches up to Katie Hobbs and uh, then surpasses her and blows blows out the Katie Hobbs race, which I think you know, is the final result. It's really interesting. If we would have had the results of Carrie Lake on uh, Tuesday night, this whole week would have been different. If she won and Blake even won or was just razor thin close, it would have changed the the entire the narrative. narrative of the week because you would have had uh, you would have had Rick DeS- uh, Rick DeSantis or Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis. God, why do I do that? Ron DeSantis and uh, and Carrie Lake. You would have had two states yeah. that were saying we're headed in a different direction. That would have that would have made a lot of difference. Absolutely. And yes, how everything looks. It's kind of like if you're a fan of a West Coast football team and you live on the East Coast, you never see the the home team games. And that's kind of how the press usually treats the West. Well, if we had a a competent uh, bunch of vote counters here, we would have known election night. And we go, wow, coast to coast, uh, GOP is winning big. And these are real conservatives who are very serious about being conservatives, not kind of the wishy-washy type we all complain about. It would have changed the national narrative in a big way. It would have. And you have to think, too, anyone who is coming, who's deciding, look, I don't trust the mail-in voting. I, I don't know. I don't trust. I don't trust the drop boxes. I'm going in there with my own hands and I'm dropping off that ballot at the ballot box on that day. 
you got to believe a person who's going through that has to be almost overwhelmingly likely to be a Carrie Lake supporter, right? I mean, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And yeah, that's yeah, yeah. how I voted. So mm. my vote's in mm. that pool as well. Oh, so you're the one that screwed this all up. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Thanks a lot, John. Well, we've gotten down to the bottom of it. Fine. Finally. <laughs> all right. I'm my number. <laughs> all right. Thank you. We'll hopefully uh, not have to talk to you Monday uh, and get another excuse of why it's not done yet. But thank you so much. I appreciate it. You bet. God thank bless. You. All right. Let me tell you about one thing that is happening this weekend. I've done two uh, really good podcasts in the last couple of weeks. Last week was Whitney Webb, which if you have not watched that yet, please watch it. It is, uh, who was it? The guest that was on just yesterday said, um, you know, if people would have, if people would really understand that, they would mm. understand what's happening in America in very clear ways. This is a very important podcast for Whitney Webb uh, last week. Please catch up on that one. Uh, today's podcast that is came out yesterday for the Blaze TV subscribers and then out tomorrow, wherever you get your podcast, is Benjamin Netanyahu, the former prime minister, and in two weeks, the new prime minister again of Israel. He is a fascinating guy. Fascinating. He, you know, he went to MIT. He uh, was in uh, the highest level of you know, it would be like SAS, uh, the Green Berets and the Navy SEALs in one unit. That's what the group was that he was in. And he talks about some of the things they did to Iran under his orders. He talks about some of the things he did uh, back in the day. His brother died and played a very big role in his life. Uh, he talked about the Middle East peace and uh, said more is coming when I get back into office, it's a fascinating interview with Bibi Netanyahu. Uh, he's got a new book out called Bibi, and he talks about all of it. It, it is a must read. If you, are, if you are looking for history and what's really going on, he has, I said to him halfway through, it's interesting, Bibi, this is not the story the Americans are getting. And he said, well, that's a story, but this is another version of the story. Uh, so Bibi Netanyahu on tomorrow's podcast. You can't go out and buy your dog a, a gym membership. Believe me. I tried. No, I did. First of all, they don't have a th posable thumbs. So they're just, you know, they just can't do it. You know, second, dogs are pretty lazy. Uh, you take yours to a gym and he's just going to stand there looking at you. What do you do to make sure your dog is of tip top shape and the healthiest he can be? Well, Rough greens. Now, this is not a dog food. It's a supplement developed by naturopathic doctor Dennis Black. You sprinkle this on your dog's food. It's chock full of vitamins, minerals, probiotics, antioxidants, you name it. If it's healthy for your dog, it's most likely in rough greens. The folks at Rough Greens are so confident your dog is going to love it. They have a special deal for you. Go to roughgreens.com slash back. They're going to give you the first trial bag for free. Free. All you pay for is shipping. Just go to roughgreens.com slash back or call 833-GLEN33. That's 833-G-L-E-N-N-33. Roughgreens.com slash back. The Glenn Back Program. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. So Bitcoin is down to, gosh, 16,000 now. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, that's because... 
one guy who happens to be a big Democratic voter. Donor. A yeah. donor. Mm-hmm. Second biggest behind George Soros. Yeah, people don't. Sam Bankman-Fried, he's one of the biggest mm-hmm. donors on the left. He, other than George Soros, donated the most money in this cycle uh, to Democratic uh, causes. Well, I hope they cash the checks because he's blown up everything. <laughs> yeah. Because, Lost 94% of his wealth in yeah. one day last week, and it's going to losing more now. He's the guy who runs FTX. And two things about this. Number one is the Democratic donor thing. This guy has been, he's been a media darling because of this. He's been coddled. He's been pushing for all sorts of le- legislation. Some of the legislation going through now to try to regulate Bitcoin was stuff that he authored and pushed for mm-hmm. and, and, and uh, uh, lobbied all these Congress people to, to pass. It's still seemingly going through, even though all this is going on. Basically, he took all sorts of ridiculous risks and got caught. Uh, I think he was pr- probably committed crimes uh, and probably should go to prison for what has happened here. This is the third largest c- crypto exchange out there, FTX. And the other thing that is important, I think, to note here is this is another Elizabeth Holmes story. It's another mm-hmm. story where a guy who's got lots of money on the left comes up out of nowhere. He's 30 years old, I think, 32 years old, something like that. The media makes him into this superhero. They don't question him nearly enough. They go through this entire process where they elevate this person who obviously doesn't know what they're doing and make him into a media star. Mm -hmm. And then there will be no mea culpa for why they did that. There will be no uh, there will be no action. In fact, what will happen is we will get podcasts produced by the same reporters hosted by the same reporters who made them into media stars yep. and say, and say, wow, look at the downfall of Sam Brankman yep. Freed. Well, I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous. And, uh, you know, it's going to hurt cryptocurrency and Bitcoin, certainly. Um, but it's a bigger story than that. It is also the story of uh, Bitcoin going down this week is, is more than just that as well. Um, people who have uh, a lot of money in Bitcoin used it used money and had margin calls oh yeah and that money has got to be taken out of bitcoin to pay those debts you're seeing all kinds of things beginning to collapse be careful be careful be careful the glenn back program oh thank you so much we're so glad that you're here one more hour of election week glenn and then well, it's over well no then we have election next week and then it's election month no way, what? Well, we, got, we do have a runoff coming in January. <laughs> when is Thanksgiving? How many weeks December. away are we from Thanksgiving? Two? Is, is it, it just is next it week? No, wait. So next week, one more week, and then oh. Thanksgiving. That's right. Are you traveling at all? Or are, you, are you staying at home, doing a family thing at yeah, home? Yeah, doing a family thing at home. Yeah. We're going to yeah. be around this area as well. I, yeah. I, I love Thanksgiving. We're getting into that period now where every weekend, my wife has scheduled 4,400 oh Christmas events. Oh, my gosh. I've, which I, 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 and I, I start next it. week. I start next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have one yeah. this weekend that we had planned, and but my son's seconds. baseball tournament is at the same time. And it's like, it's crazy that, as a person who grew up in the Northeast, the fact that you'd have baseball scheduled and a Christmas event scheduled at the same time. It's crazy. Is crazy. Like, it's mind-blowing right. that my son has that. And I mean, it just got cold today. Yeah. I mean, it was it was hot yesterday. It was, you yeah. know. 70s? 70, 70s, 80. Yeah. yeah. And it was like 50 when I got up and 30 tonight when by the time we get home. And you don't understand how terrible that's. People in the Northeast are like, 50? That's the yeah. best day of my next six months. I know. And it's not the, here. Not here. Not here. No. And the problem is, you know, you get dressed in shorts and then you walk outside and you're like, good heavens, it's cold. <laughs> <laughs> it just switches 
24 hours gone. As if that is your real name. It's Friday, the Glenn Beck program. There's some big news about January 6th and the FBI. Kind of some big news. We'll tell you about it in 60 seconds. So apparently the central banks have added 399 tons of physical gold, about a billion and a half dollars in this last quarter. It's a record amount, in case you didn't know. So, you know, my grandfather used to always say, uh, do what rich people do. If we could have just known what the rich were doing, we could have, you know, gotten in on that before the collapse. Well, the rich seem to be moving money towards gold. 399 tons of physical gold has gone to the central banks. Of course, not our central bank. We're not buying gold. Why would we buy gold? America, we don't need gold. We're selling gold. We're selling gold. So, hey, who's China, you want some more gold? <laughs> Look at those suckers buying gold now. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I would say, I would make an addendum to what my grandfather taught me. If we only knew what the rich were doing, the wise rich were doing, uh, we might have followed them and uh, not been in the same situation that we were in during the Great Depression. Well, here you go. Now, to celebrate the launch of the new product and to support you, Goldline is including at no cost five silver rounds, that's an ounce of silver, five copper rounds with every tube of the new quarter ounce gold Mayflower commemorative. Now, this is the uh, the second coin in the series. I designed it with the Mayflower. It's the 400th anniversary of the Mayflower. It's based on an old U.S. coin. And on the back is the Ben Franklin seal of America that he was pushing for, the one with Moses parting the waters. So you can get that now and get the uh, extra perks on it at goldline.com. Call 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. Well, let me see. Um, Stu, I, you know, I don't even know if this is even worth mentioning. You know, it's so not a big deal. Um, but uh, apparently the, um, the FBI had uh, informants. Uh, in fact, one of them uh, was an FBI official that was uh, the, the, the number two guy in the Oath Keepers. Hmm. Yeah, it's a weird story. No. 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 <laughs> it, well, sorry. For the, every point of my life, except the last couple of years, it would have been a weird story. Yeah. Turns out one of the top people in Oath Keepers, their vice president, was an FBI informant. Now, here's the bombshell. 
quote, according to the New York Times, end quote. Mm. An FBI informant was embedded for months in the inner circle of Stuart Rhodes, the leader of the Oath Keepers militia. Remember, Oath Keepers went to jail, but not the leaders of the Oath Keeper. Remember that? And we're like, wait a minute, what's going on? Well, apparently we know now. Um, uh, the informant, Greg McWhirter, served as the Oath Keeper's vice president, was secretly reporting to the FBI about the group's activities in the weeks and months leading up to the Capitol attack. But that wasn't all. Mr. McWhirter, the second known FBI confidential source who was in a position to provide information to the federal agents about the Oath Keepers before January 6th, is raising questions now about why the FBI didn't know more about the attack on the Capitol. Or did they? Near the start of Mr. Rhodes' trial, Abdullah Rashid, a former Oath Keeper from West Virginia, told the jury that he became alarmed by the violent language Mr. Rhodes used during a video conference with members of his group in November 2020 and provided the FBI and provided the FBI with a recording of that call. The more I listened to the call, Mr. Rashid testified, it sounded like we were going to war against the United States government. The officials at the FBI did not respond to Mr. Rashid's initial attempts to contact them and only reached out to him after January 6th. Now, Stu, when I made a joke about you... And it was interpreted as making a joke about a this. presidential candidate. Yes, I remember this. How long did it take to have the Secret Service question us? Was it even hours? I think it was during the show. Mm-hmm. It began during the show. So here's a guy where the FBI has people planted inside saying, guys, I got a tape where it looks like in November... Looks like we're going to war against the Capitol and the United States government. You guys should have this. And no one contacted them. No interest. Hmm. The FBI also had a a confidential source in Kansas City chapter of the Proud Boys in the months leading up to January 6th. That person, a low-level member of the far-right group, marched with other Proud Boys into the Capitol on January 6th. But in meetings with the government before the Capitol was stormed, he told investigators that the organization had not planned to attack the building and stop the certification of the 2020 election. That was in addition to the fact that the head of the Proud Boys had also been a government informant and was arrested before January 6th. Even the New York Times snuck in the obvious question here. If the FBI had all these contacts and they were claiming it was some prior plot, why wasn't it stopped beforehand if it was a seditious conspiracy? And not a spontaneous riot. Hmm. Let me give you another story out today. This story also is about the FBI. This comes from Tabibi and the Substack. The FBI's transformation from national police to domestic spy agency, part one. Late on an October morning in a quiet neighborhood near Daytona Beach, Florida, FBI agent Steve Friend sits in his kitchen, fidgeting. He's wiry, an energetic man, built like a marathoner, 
not muscled up, but exuding fitness, not a sitter. This is not a person meant for desk work, much less staying home all day. But as a whistleblower whose name has been all over the media after a complaint about a statistical manipulation and other problems in the January 6th investigations, this will be his lot for a while. By that morning, the first rush of news stories about Friend's case already have passed. CNN and MSNBC demonized him. Fox hailed him as a hero, but the furor was beginning to die down. What a whistleblower talks about in this inevitable moment will say a lot about his or her motivation. Looking out a window into the stillness of the suburban neighborhood, Friend shook his head. I love my job, he said, sighing. I was living my best life as an FBI agent. I was coming home every day. My kids were my biggest fan club. Daddy, daddy, did you put the bad guy in jail? And I thought, man, this is it. This is the guy who was, whose name was being put on cases. They were, they were changing the way the FBI did cases. They were putting them all into uh, a, a D.C. bureau, all under, but they were in using other people's names, like friend, and he wouldn't investigate at all. It was all done, but his name was on it as the guy who was supposed to be heading it up, but he wasn't. He said this is the way that you could make uh, domestic terrorism cases look like they were exploding all over. And he said, if I took if I if they took any of these cases to court, they would lose because they would ask. And how involved were you in this investigation as the agent overseeing? And he'd say, I have nothing to do with it. And the case would fall apart. He's a target of uh, the FBI now for telling the truth. The FBI has gone awry. Our nation, all of our our institutions have gone awry. This is why it is so important next Wednesday, a special two-hour commercial-free special, Targets of Tyranny. This is something that we have been putting together for quite some time. Um, we have, I think it's three or four people, four people that have been busted illegally. FBI seized a million dollars from a small business owner. Never charged them with a crime and uh fortunately for them they're one of the very few that fought back the fbi gave them all kinds of chances you know what if you just admit guilt here and they're like no we are not doing that and they were destroyed destroyed the fbi is now making the process the punishment so we have one couple that had their money taken from them an ATF inspector who was caught spying on the records of legal gun owners at a gun store. And then when they questioned anything, they recommended the gun store owner business license be revoked. So there's ATF, FBI. There's a father who lost custody of his twins after he objected to transitioning his son into a girl. His son was, I, I can't remember now, eight, I think. Mom was in with all of the psychiatrists and uh, and uh, psychologists, so she had the advantage there. You'll hear his story, and you're going to hear the story of the, um, the couple that the FBI busted down their door, took their computers, took their cell phones, 
Um, they were supporters. They were in um, the capital city. And I use that term intentionally. The capital city. Uh, they were in there on January 6th. But they were never inside the capital. But they were accused of stealing Nancy Pelosi's laptop. We have put together interviews with these people, and they're going to be on set with me. And then we also have Mike Lee, who's going to be there and say, this is where they violate the Constitution. Then we have a couple of attorneys that are saying, here's exactly what you do if the police, FBI, ATF, or anybody else comes knocking at your door. This is what you say. This is what you don't say. Um, We have the people that have gone through it, and we have that FBI whistleblower because he refused to join a raid on on a January 6th subject. And he has a real interesting solution to curb further abuse of the power by the feds. That is next week, next Wednesday, on my Wednesday night special. Clear your calendar. Tell everybody you know. Tell your friends. Make sure they're watching. If you're not a member of The Blaze, this is a great time to sign up. We've extended the uh, election uh, discount here. It's blazetv.com slash Glenn. blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code STANDUP for 30 per- uh, 30% off. That's 30 bucks off of your year's subscription. And believe me, we are bringing you information um, that you will not get anyplace else. And it is important information. Also, I will tell you, your Blaze membership is important because we have got to stay in touch with one another. By the way, um, if you're a Blaze member, you can already hear my interview with Benjamin Netanyahu. And yesterday we launched off the record a live chat uh, where you can hang out with yesterday. It was me, but it will be all your favorite Blaze TV host. No topic was off the table. Um, You know, you you want to talk about the Great Reset Free from big tech censorship. Uh, Steve Dace is going to be doing one and you'll get all of the information that you need. Yesterday, we talked about a lot about the election. I just answered your questions and uh, and we're very frank because we don't have anyone standing between us if you're a Blaze TV subscriber. So if you miss that yesterday, you'll be able to find it on Blaze TV. It's a new perk for the uh, subscribers. It's off the record. Look for it there on the front page. All right. Back in just a minute. All right. If you want to get the best in skincare, you need GenuCell. Let's hear from Julia, who lives in Arlington, Texas. She says, I've been using GenuCell's most popular products recently. I went to get a facial, and the technician said I have impeccable skin. She's seen 20-year-olds who don't have skin as nice as mine. We're getting close to the holidays now. What a great gift GenuCell is. Given it away to many, many people over the years. And they've always been super happy. Love it. Uh, basically, it's going to help you help your skin be uh, as smooth and supple as possible. You can get rid of uh, things like wrinkles, dark spots, dry skin, sagging jawlines, facial redness, even those frustrating under eye bags and puffiness. And with its immediate effects, GenuCell guarantees results in as little as 12 hours or you get your money back. Treat yourself to the only skincare products you will ever need. From now until Thanksgiving, you can get GenuCell's most popular package for 70% off at GenuCell.com slash Beck. Every most popular package 
uh, includes uh, GenuCell's correcting serum, free when you add to your card. So go to GenuCell.com slash Beck. All orders upgraded to free express shipping. GenuCell.com slash Beck. It's G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com slash Beck. 10 seconds, station ID. All right, so as we leave you for the week, um, we I want to get a last take from Stu on the um, the Congress because both of us are a little concerned that I mean it might be two twenty it it might not even go to the Republicans at this point. Yeah, I mean two twenty as Bill O'Reilly came out and he said, yeah, I think it's going to be two twenty, and like everyone's like, oh yeah, they're most likely going to get it. That makes me really nervous. Two twenty is only three seats ahead of what, or two seats ahead of what you need. You need to get to 218, right? So 220 to 215 would be the split if they can get to 220. And 220 is about what most experts are predicting here. But, I, you know, I, you go through, just tell me your confidence level of the scenario right now. Okay, this is the right. real scenario. This is exactly what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. There's 211 seats for Republicans. Need to get to 218. 211 mm-hmm. already called. So we'll take all those as, as gospel. There's three races I can identify where the Republican is the clear favorite, I, I think you could say they're the favorites. They not guaranteed win, but favorites. So 214. 214. Then you have three more races that are questionable, but are in Republican-leaning districts pretty pretty solidly. Okay. I say we take them. You could take them if you want. <laughs> I wouldn't say they're sure things, but that gets you to 217. Uh-huh. One uh-huh, below what uh-huh, you need. Uh-huh. After that, we've got... Four, what I would say, are pure toss-up races. Could go either way. I mean, like, to the point of, like, it's it would be a total coin flip. And are they in which leading uh, kind of areas? toss-ups, I can see, I can look at my list here real quick. You've got a, a one I know is... Uh, Don't say California. Some of them Don't are in California. Don't say Cal- California. Some of them are in California. You've got some Colorado in there. Well, um, it depends in California and Colorado where you are. It does. Where those districts are. Right, but... You know, you got an Oregon in there. The point, and again, Oregon depends right, on where it, it is. Right, it could be good, but again, I'm putting them in the toss-up category because we're looking at basically 50-50 races. So we've already passed the hurdle of whether it's a good or bad district. It's a 50-50 district. Could go either way. Does anybody else need a weekend? Then you've got eight questionable races, but solid to leaning Democrat. Twelve where the Democrat is the clear favorite and then 194 Democrat called races. So you put all that together and you get a scenario where, okay, let's just say you'd be relatively optimistic. You get the 214 that's locked in. You got to pick off all four of the questionable ones. Yes. Or some, some combination Mm -hmm. of four questionable and three toss ups. You're Mm going to need to get four out of those seven Mm -hmm. possible. Sure. Mm -hmm. But I mean, would you you want to bet your life on that? Yes. And then the rest of them are all Democratic leaning. So you got seven left. You got to win four of them. Not impossible. They will win some of them. They are, you think when you got seven, you got a good chance to pick off some of them. Sure. They could pick off one of the Democratic leaners. Sure. But to look at this as if like, I am 100% positive Republicans are going to win the House is not the way I would look at this right now. And that's going to be catastrophic. You know, we looked at this as, I've looked at this election right now as we didn't get the red wave, but I didn't think there, were gonna, there was going to be a big red wave. I thought it would be a, a, a favorable election for Republicans. 
you can make the argument it wasn't a disaster if they can get the house, right? Then in split, there's a lot of positives that come out of that scenario. We'll see. Right now, the betting markets believe there's a 93% chance the Democrats will win the Senate and a 91% chance the Republicans will win the House. So the experts, the people putting their money in it, they still believe Republicans will do it. But to give you the, the, the actual sort of district by district detail there that's a little scary isn't it i mean are you at all terrified by by those prospects i'm not terrified i'm not terrified oh, you ask okay me, gandhi you you ask me am i willing to bet your life on it yes i'm willing to bet your life on it oh wow so that's not it's not uh it's not helpful. you should be terrified i'm not terrified at all it's your life that we're betting uh no i uh i just believe that in the end as long as we all did everything we had to it's going to work out uh, in our favor some way or another yeah, we'll long term. Sure. In, in, in an existential sense, you're correct. I, I agree with and you. And that's, I think, where we need to live. Yes, that might be the right It thing. is the place we need to live, I really think. But think about this. If, let me give you a bad scenario for a second, because I like doing this to you. If, let's say the Republican. He says that I'm, I'm gloom and doom. But when, <laughs> when I'm looking for a little ray of sunshine, I'm like, hey. He comes in and he's like, let me stomp on your dreams. If the Democrats somehow get the House and if they win these three Senate races, which they could, they're going to have a shut up. So now let a me mention or a cinema to spare on let, these let multi-trillion me, dollar spending let me, bills. Let me ask you this. What happens if we lose the House but win the Senate? <laughs> it's really <laughs> unlikely, but uh, you know, it is possible. It is possible. It is possible. I wouldn't bet your life on it. Well, yes, I would. I you would bet, bet your my life. life on it. Oh, I wow. would bet your life on it. I'm willing to bet your life that it's a hundred percent Senate uh, rule. I mean, with a hundred different Republican senators, I'll bet your life on that. Uh, who are you individually, and are we being for if, um, uh, pushed into a some sort of collectivism? The answer is, yeah. Yeah, but it is our identity as an individual that makes all the difference in this country, at least. Cyber criminals trade not only what you have, but also who you are. They want your name. They want your individual identity, not the collective. They want you. So when it happens, the collective doesn't get hurt alone. You get hurt and you're left alone many times going, what do I do now? How do I fix this? I want to offer you, I think, the top of the line in cybersecurity. It is um, it is LifeLock. They're. I think the best in identity theft. They monitor everything they can. They can't do all of it. And they do everything they can to keep you safe. And then if somehow or another something slips through, they have a restoration team to stand there with you and help clean everything up if, God forsake, your, uh, your information is hacked into. So here it is. 1-800-LIFELOCK 1-800-LIFELOCK or lifelock.com Use the promo code BECK and save 25% now It's been an exhausting week I imagine for you as well as everybody else um, it, has, uh, it has put us through the ringer um, and I, I've been thinking about you a lot um, this week when I did the, the coverage. Uh, it was 
it was difficult to do our election night coverage because immediately natural man's instinct is to immediately uh, find fault and blame and uh, and declare the path we must go on. The older I get, the more uh, I realize how foolish I was to, you know, demand that this path be taken or thinking that in my arrogance that I was right about everything. And the more I realize that there is a God and almost everything in my life. uh, I mean, honestly, if I would have gotten everything I would have wanted, I would have been married to Farrah Fawcett for a while. Um, You know, Uh, so it's a good thing that I didn't, I don't get my way all of the time. Although that one I'm still a little you know, upset about, God. But um, I know that everything in my life that I have thought it has to happen this way or I want it to happen this way. When it doesn't happen, I, uh, it takes me a while. But I usually look back and go, holy cow, look how that worked out. And the biggest example for me is Donald Trump. Look how that worked out. I didn't see anything but disaster coming. But look how that worked out. Um, when, when we have Joe Biden not winning, I would have really liked Donald Trump to be president of the United States today. But uh, that's not the way it worked out. We have Joe Biden as president. But even this will work to God's advantage. In some way or another, we will look back and we will say, wow, never thought that. You're an amazing audience. People have told me, you know, you attract who you are. I don't think so. I don't think so. Because I think as an audience, you are much better than I am. Uh, You're amazing. You have helped rescue people from Afghanistan. I mean, you have played the role of Oscar Schindler. Even though you don't know that, you have. You give and serve when there are hurricanes and disasters. And nobody ever points that out nobody ever says anything you spring into action whenever there is a need i am constantly amazed by your tenacity even in the face of your heartaches and your worries and your disappointment disappointment this week was kind of huge i'm not sure i'm not sure if it's because we just hoped for more or we expected more for sure um, and we painted a bright horizon of political hope. And while there was some good news, the red wave didn't happen like we hoped for. But let's wait till it's all counted and done, because I think there are many bright spots as well. I think the biggest disappointment for me this week is to realize there are so many people who see a completely different future for America. And I mean, it's not like, you know, this was as close as we ever got to a real debate. And I've said for years, I would love, I'd love Mike Lee or Ted Cruz and Bernie Sanders to debate. And let's debate real socialism. You know, let's really debate what the left wants to do and and really go deep and then let people choose. This is the closest we've ever been to that. And people are hurting. 
And I, I just can't get my arms around how many people can choose darkness and chaos. But I'm sure they feel the same way about us. One of the discussions that we had on our election coverage on the blaze was whether Biden, Biden was the worst president in history. Oh, there was an argument for Woodrow Wilson. I'll, I'll let you know. But that can be debated in a dozen different ways. But regardless if Biden is the worst or not, we are surely living in what is a very complicated, complex and challenging time, to say the least. And that leaves, I think, almost everybody in America overwhelmed and exhausted. And as we discuss the politics of the moment. And we we saw that the politics of the moment are horrendous. I think it was Jason Whitlock that brought up with tears in his eyes the evil that surrounds us and how insidious it is, how blatant it is. And many of our fellow Americans are willing to choose that. It's no longer, you know, uh, safe, rare and legal. It's I celebrate. Come on, let's all go have an abortion and not just an abortion but in afterbirth abortion now. I can't believe how many people are choosing this with their, with their eyes supposedly wide open. It is truly like they have scales on their eyes and they're destroying the world, the world that we have struggled to pull ourselves out of this darkness for centuries. And so many of us are running around trying to put out fires that it seems to be gobbling up our world if we if we lose focus on the bigger picture. So how do we lift ourselves up out of immorality and anger and arrogance and greed and hatred and jealousy and fear that is gripping our nation and the world? I mean, the culture is crumbling around us. I just had a conversation with my wife yesterday and said, honey, it is everywhere. It is everywhere. There is no space. There is no place where you are safe. It's everywhere. But now is the time we need to focus more than ever on things that are real, eternal, true. Things we taught we were taught when we were kids, things of God. We need to pay attention to our spiritual self and not trust the doctrines of man anymore. We have to seek and delight in the truth. We need to find our joy in truth. We have to turn away clearly from the deception that is all around us. I'm not angry with those people who voted to kill babies after birth. But I will stand against what they do and what they believe. And I will call them out as an example of what happens when people lose their way from truth and decency and God. And I know I am on the right side of history because we have been here before. We fought a battle this week. The, the smoke hasn't even cleared yet. We don't know what the count is. But one battle is not a war. And if you start stop fighting this battle at any point. We will lose the war. 
We just have to be smarter. We have to be kinder. We have to never play that game. Because once you start walking into evil, it will suck you in because it is dark. If we want to save our way, uh, our way of life, we have to lift ourselves up out of this world, even this America that was so noble. Lift ourselves out of that because it's going down into places we don't want to go. And it means giving away all of our own shortcomings and foibles. We can't focus on the lack of nobility of others. Because that assumes that we're noble, and I don't think I am. We have to lift ourselves and our families to a more noble place. We must emotionally, mentally, spiritually rise above the immorality that is penetrating every surface of our country. As we live in the world, but focus beyond the world... And if we do this in the right spirit and align our hearts with his will, not ours, we will be blessed with the charity and the humility and the generosity and the kindness and the self-discipline and the peace inside of ourselves. Peace on earth, goodwill toward men. That doesn't mean there won't be any wars. It means there will be peace in our hearts. And that is what's needed to overcome the darkness around us. After a tough week, I, I ask you, I, I did this this morning. I, I said, you know, Lord, I haven't talked to you as much as I needed to this week. I apologize for that. Let God and others know through your prayers and your actions that you are serious about prevailing against the status quo. Steal yourself. Ask God to enlighten your mind and send you all the help you need. Today, our job is not just to save the republic. Today, our job, just as importantly, is to prepare ourselves and those around us for what is coming. We have to be ready and worthy for the tasks ahead. I don't know what I actually believe about the times that we're living in, because I think people have thought these things many times and they were always wrong. So we're probably wrong if you think maybe, maybe. But if it is, we were the ones chosen to prepare the way. And that's not going to be done with anger and hatred. We have to rejoice in our agency and by example, lead, lead those who want it to value their agency. Increase our faith in God and in those who are choosing a righteous path. I don't have any enemies. You are not an enemy of mine. You may be an enemy of his, but he solves that. But I will not go with you down a path. I'm not going to, I'm, I'm going to make the choices I can make. I'm not going to make the choices for others. We have to take care of our daily needs. We have to look for the needs in others. 
We have to be surrounded by people of like mind. Hear me on that. So don't let the events of this week stop you in any way, cloud you, slow you down, confuse you. You must become who you have been called to be. And here's the good news. You know, the founders saved this country or started this country with under 20 percent. No matter how you look at it, win or lose, 50% of the country knows this is wrong, knows what's happening. There are those who are claiming it's spiritual darkness, but they are on the side of taking people's choice away. And I mean their choice to live their life, not their choice to kill a baby, but their choice to live their own life, to have their own opinion to follow the dictates of their conscience. That, that is the dark side if you are trying to squash those things. God does not call us as a collective. He calls us each in our own time as an individual. Find strength in him, strength and hope in one another because there are millions all around us just like you, that are standing up. Do you remember that one time, it was a while back, when you didn't have to take out a loan to go to the grocery store? Yeah. These days, saving money uh, is really all time. You have to save money all times. And now you can save money and still do the things that you have to do, like shop for groceries, save money. Eating in a restaurant, save money. Filling your car up, save money. That's what you'll get from Upside. It's an app that you'll find at the App Store. Upside is an amazing app. It is absolutely free. They do not share your information with anyone. It will actually save you money on gas and groceries and dining out. All you have to do is download it and use the promo code BECK. You'll automatically get 25 cents or more back for every gallon on your first tank of gas. And from there, you just find an offer for whatever you're buying on Upside, check in at the business, and when you pay, you get paid. It's easy, and you feel the results right where it counts in the wallet. Download the free Upside app right now. Go to the App Store, just look for Upside, download it, use the promo code BACK, and you'll get 25 cents or more back for every gallon on your first tank of gas. That's 25 cents or more back for every gallon on your first tank of gas. All you have to do is download the, the, uh, download the app Upside. Go to the App Store, Upside, and use the promo code BACK. The Glenn Back Program. Miss a day, miss a lot. Visit blazetv.com today and never miss a moment of truth. This is the Glenn Beck program. Yesterday I failed to mention the, I think it was the 427th birthday of the Marine Corps, but I stopped, honestly, I stopped counting after 300. Um, so... Uh, happy birthday to the Marines yesterday, belated, and uh, today is uh, Veterans Day, and um, our thoughts and our prayers and our thanks go out to all of our veterans 
uh, all those that serve uh, and protect and defend the Constitution of the United States. Our thoughts and our prayers are with you. We love you. We support you. Thank you for everything that you've done. On another note, since since when have Texans canceled a parade for veterans because it was a little rainy? <laughs> it's just been canceled here in Dallas because it's rainy. Hello? Good heaven. I can't go out and watch a parade for the veterans. I don't know. It's a little rainy. I could get wet. I'm made of... I'm made... I'm made of sugar. The Glenn Beck Program.